On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, it is an emergency mailbag out of necessity. A <laughs> necessity mailbag. And then we're going to play another edition of Matt's Game Game. Let's do it. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, January. Here is twenty twenty one. Nice. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my Wellerman co-host, Matt Sheehan. Oh, no. Did I miss the reference on the internet today? You have no idea what I just said? Yeah, no. I have zero idea what you just Soon said. Soon may the Wellerman come. Ah, uh, shoot. Still doing sea shanty talk, I see. Yes. My bad. Crap. That's on me. That's on me, coach. We'll take our leave and go. <sighs> Well, how's your night been? I'm having a fantastic night not watching MSU play in Iowa City right now. Although, I guess one thing that would have been nice is finally watching a game in Iowa City without 18,000 fans crying every 20 seconds at seemingly any time a ball is dribbled. Um, so that, that that would have been nice to see. That would have been some relief. But, man, the outcome would not have been nice. Well, it's 9-11 p.m. I'm glad I said p.m. there. It's 9.11 p.m. as we yep. are recording this, so we'd be like four minutes into the game. So Luca Garza would have like, what, eight and six already? Uh, Twelve and eight. Twelve <laughs> and eight, minimum. <laughs> yeah. Kithier's already got like three touch fouls called on him. Um, Foster's in the game just out of necessity because Hogarth picked up two random fouls. And I was shooting uh, seven of nine from beyond the perimeter as, as well. Yeah. Oh, Rocket Watts also has three turnovers, by yeah. the way. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah. we got to avoid that. Thank God. And we get to avoid Sunday. Listen, I know that Indiana's a beatable team, but I, I've been around the last uh, two years, and I, I know better than to get excited uh, for playing Indiana. You know, I've I, been spurned. Not once, not twice, but thrice uh, in a row now playing the Hoosiers. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Go to spartanswill.substack.com. I don't have an Indiana preview for you. I don't have an Iowa preview because as soon as I started writing them, the games got canceled or postponed. What I do have, Matt, yeah, is some preliminary lineup data for your Michigan State Spartans. Oh, that sounds very smart. Yes, it is lineup ratings, net ratings, offensive rating, defensive rating per 100 possessions, also for individual players. A lot of good stuff there. So I'm going to start trickling that out in the uh, the next little bit here. So I'm hoping to have something up Friday, just kind of a, a glancing look at that data. Some, you know, surprising tidbits coming out of that. Oh, okay. All right. I see you. I see you over there working. But Indiana. Game gets canceled. Yeah, that's fine. Gets postponed. Do you think it's fine? I'm kind of like, eh, this could have been a nice win. Well, I'm already starting to figure out if and this I know. team can get to the tournament at 8-4. <laughs> uh, if, it were, if it were up to me, I strategically planned the uh, COVID positive test. Hold on. Let me pause. Hard pause. 
it's all about the health. I uh-huh. uh, hope everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all those boxes got to check off. Anyway, if it was up to me, I'm canceling every game but Nebraska and Penn State just to pad the record to a nice spicy 10-4. and Because mm-hmm. that looks better. I think that gets you into the tournament. So if it was up to me, just play two games the rest of the season, just Nebraska and Penn State. Am I a coward? Absolutely, I'm a coward. But I'm a coward that's very scared of missing the tournament at this point. So, yeah, just do what you got to do at this point. Well, over here in reality, mm, that must be nice. This would have been a nice chance for Michigan State to uh, get over the Purdue loss, feel good about themselves a little bit against a beatable opponent uh, who looks like they will be coming off a loss to Purdue themselves. So Again? Wow, jeez. It is. Uh, I don't have it up in front of me, but I saw Purdue was up 11 with like four minutes left. So I'm assuming they'll close it out. Maybe they'll get the reverse of what happened uh, a few days ago happened to them. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a bummer. And now it means Michigan State's probably going to have a couple of games jammed in shorter rest. We'll see if they can figure it out. End of the season. I don't know. Well, the, only saving grace is that Indiana also, like Michigan State, does have a week break in that first week of March. So that's when that game would be rescheduled. How on earth are going to reschedule the Iowa game? I, I don't see anywhere in the schedule where it matches up for both the Hawkeyes and the Spartans. But at least the Hoosiers, there's a nice little six, seven-day cushion there that they could squeeze a game into to kick off March, should they need it. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't suck. A nice little tune-up game before uh, facing Michigan in the season? No, just not having to play Iowa twice. Oh please, yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am jollied right now by, by that prospect. Uh, all right, let's. I don't think there's much more to say about that. Uh, let's let's get to some questions. We didn't really have sure. much to talk about. We we're gonna do a game game later in the show. You yeah. thought of the brilliant idea to farm out the work to our listeners, right. to your Twitter followers. Yeah, you might as right. well. Why would I do the work, right? Uh, yeah. So you got some questions there. Let's start with uh, whatever your first question is. Yeah, and before going any further, um, MSU's next basketball game is next Saturday. Folks, uh, we're a transparent podcast. We like giving peeks behind the curtain. Hope you like mailbag questions this week, because, uh, boy, uh, that's going to be a crutch we might be uh, leaning on here uh, over the next five days of, well, no football's going on. Basketball ain't really happening, so, yeah. So anyone that doesn't have a question being read today, you could probably count on it being read at some point this week. All right. Well, hmm. this is from, uh, how much time do we have? Like four minutes. Okay, actually, uh, this funnels right into the COVID talk. Uh, before I get into like a, a funnier question or a more goofy one for your Friday, let, let's get into a somewhat serious one. This is from Odell Bretham Jr., uh, what do you expect the COVID pause to do for this MSU team? Will they be able to regroup or will this allow the Purdue loss to linger even further? I think that's a very good question. You got 15 days now between games. You're of course going to be missing players at practice that are positive for COVID. There's a lot of factors mm-hmm. to go in here. Uh, Will, you don't have the, uh, leadership of Tillman or Cassius that you had last year, um, well, I'll just let you take this away before I ramble any further. I think it's more likely that it gives them a chance to take a breath and reset. I think so, too. Yeah. I I have a tough time seeing Tom Izzo and the coaching staff let them linger on Purdue. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what practice will look like once they're able to get back to practice, but I imagine they'll be pretty high-intensity 
sessions mixed in there. Um, and they're just probably, if I had to guess, I'd say they're just going to try to like work <laughs> through whatever is ailing them right now. And, and, you know, there's a lot of juniors, one senior, fair amount of upperclassmen, you know, they only rely really on a freshman for 20 ish minutes per game. There's experience on the roster coaching staff. Like, I just think it's more likely that is a positive thing rather than, you know, them sitting around and just like, Oh, Purdue and just like it festering and becoming Mm -hmm. something more than what it was, which was a a single loss. Yeah. I like to think they come back refreshed. I mean, I I don't think that Izzo coach teams are going to linger on losses for, for too long, just with all the leadership they have, not just with Izzo, but also like the rest of the coaching staff as well. Mm -hmm. I I think that you're going to get them in the right spot. Of course, like this is all speculation, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm trying to put myself in in the the mind of a player, which is a comical thing to do uh, at the very <laughs> least. As I averaged point uh, three points in my adult rec league last year, um, but yeah, like I feel like I would just want like this two week break. Like that was a pretty devastating loss that that you suffered on Friday. Maybe not devastating, but albeit a very frustrating and, and confusing one. Um, you might need time to just let that go instead of. What would have happened? Okay, you go to Iowa, you take another loss. Now morale's even lower. Okay, Indiana, winnable game. Had they trip you up in the last two years when you should have won? Absolutely, that could have happened again. And, well, now morale's just shot. I, I think the 15-day stretch between games here, I think this is some good air coming into the Breslin Center and, and the practice court and everything. And just time to clear the mind and really just reflect. I hate to just be so cliche. And, Can I ask you something? Yeah, please. What microphone are you using right now? Uh, I have the Yeti mic, I think. Hold it up, like, close to your mouth. Okay. Talk into it. Talk into it. Yeah, I don't think your Yeti mic. Maybe it's... Hmm. Am I connected to the wrong one? Maybe. It's okay. It's not a big deal. What uh, What you guys can't see at home is Matt just did, like, a full 360 circle while making that point <laughs> because he likes to swivel. I should not have a swivel chair. I should not own a he swivel chair. He likes to chair. swivel in his chair while he talks. And I noticed as he was turning further and further away from his microphone... <laughs> The audio was not changing one bit. So we'll get that squared away at some point. You know, I, okay, so the microphone's connected to GarageBand, but I'm using this mic to talk to you over Skype. Oh, I think okay. that's how it happens. That makes so. sense. Perfect. Yeah, you know there we, I, Perfect. At, least, at least I assume and hope that's the situation okay. we have going on here. Okay, stop spinning in your chair talking to your stupid microphone. I No, I don't <laughs> think I can do that. <laughs> I, I can only do so much for you here, Will. We'll be right um, back with more mailbag questions in a second. But first, a word from BetOnline.ag. We've got... Two divisional NFL games on Saturday, two on Sunday. Huge, huge weekend of football. I think the best NFL weekend of the year because you've got eight really good teams. Looking forward to it. And if you want to bet on it, there's only one place that is you covered and one place we trust. That is betonline.ag. You can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKDOWN for a 50% welcome bonus. Matt, what game are you fired up for this weekend? Honestly, all of them. But if I had to pick one that I'm fired up for, it's uh, Ravens-Bills Saturday night. That, that, oh. that game's going to be popping. Yeah. I, I like the Ravens plus two and a half there, too. Oh, it's plus two and a half? Okay. It was plus moving. two and a half for the moving. Ravens, yes. Yeah, yes. That's, a, that's an interesting game. Contrasting styles, weather. Mm-hmm. 
Weather's going to play a role. Lamar Buffalo Jackson. home game with some fans. Yes. Like, oh, it's oh. going to be a great time. I, I wish. I oh, I wish. they like, Buffalo hosting a home divisional playoff game with a full capacity crowd in the snow is like football nirvana. That's it. Yeah, that's and it. All we needed was a, not a pandemic to get it. And damn it. Here we are. There's always next year. Well, if you want to bet on that game or any of the games this weekend, you can do it. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 2020, Matt, is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, next question. Joe Ashworth sent in my favorite question um, of this little mailbag gathering here. If you could pick any roommates in recent-ish MSU history, who would you want to film a sitcom in quarantine? My pick would probably be Kenny Willekes in The Attic, writes Joe Ashworth. Joe absolutely positively nailed it on the head. No, he didn't, but that's a really good pick. Okay. The, you know what? Because my, my question was going to be, let's say this takes place in Kenny Kenny's attic. Let's say his attic is <laughs> 20 feet above the ground. There's a ladder that goes up to it. Three other people go up to this attic, and the sitcom starts by a gust of wind blowing through the window and knocking the ladder down. So these three guys, no cell phone service either. They all lost their phones down uh, in the kitchen or what have you. All four of these guys, Kenny plus three others, are now in this attic just trying to figure out life together. They do have a Nintendo 64 with Mario Party on it. That's the, that's really the only technology they, they have up there. Who are the other three MSU athletes or figures that would be joining Kenny in the attic. What's going to be my question? I don't even, I don't, didn't he live, did he live with, I don't think he lived with Raekwon. He lived with Bocce, I think. I, I believe you're right with Bocce, yes. Maybe, yeah, Bocce and the Panashooks. That sounds about right. Honestly, <laughs> like that, that alone just says enough right there. But I had, I want to throw in another crazy guy in there too. Chris Frey, or Chris Fry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to throw him in there. I want to throw, uh, just because I, I feel like he's a fun guy, a uh, good reputation, Amongst the team, and honestly, had a great time interviewing him. Was Connor George? Want to throw him up there too? And my third guy I want to throw up there is Draymond Green, but not the college version of Draymond Green. I want the Draymond Green from today that's worth like 111 million dollars, like career earnings plus. I just want him to be schmucking it up with these three college kids that he may or may not even relate to, but probably someone who would much rather spend his time literally anywhere else but then a college attic. And if I had to sneak a fourth in there, I think like someone that's like no nonsense, super religious, like Josh Langford or Kirk Cousins would be a, a good one to throw in there too. Is kind of like a character uh, that cuts against the green a little bit. You're setting up some drama with those guys in Draymond. Uh, I know what I'm doing. Okay, I, it's a, it's a sitcom. We're, we're here to get ratings. Well, <laughs> did you say ratings or racings? Uh oh. Uh, Here's mine with with a T. Here's mine, and I don't even have to make anything up, and I can stay completely topical. Okay. Matt, who just tested positive for COVID on the basketball team? <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at that. Uh, just the idea of Stephen Izzo and Matty Sissoko just figuring life out together in the same apartment. <laughs> Matt, do you know who uh, Stephen Izzo's roommate is? I don't actually know. It's Matty Sissoko. 
Oh, really? That's how they both got COVID. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Maddie Sissoko and Stephen Izzo are roommates. Oh, that is the perfect pair. You don't say. Yeah. Isn't that? It's dynamite. absolutely perfect. Like all of the sure. different angles. Stephen, like the size, obviously, is a huge one. They're different races. That is interesting, and it's not just that that Madi's black. Madi is uh, an immigrant. I forget sure. what what uh when did oh, you move to the U.S. And, oh, I forget. Uh, up. Hold on, keep yeah, keep keep up. talking. Hold oh. on. But like just that sort of cultural background compared to Stephen, who has lived in East Lansing literally his entire life. Like Molly, Bali, Molly, M A L I, Molly. Yep, Molly. Um, I think Bali's a city. Molly. So. Yeah, that different cultural background and experience compared to Stevens is fantastic. Obviously, just the visual of them next to each other is phenomenal. Uh, Madi seems like a really quiet kid. Um, so does Steven, but Steven's dad is notoriously not quiet. I, I think there's a lot. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> there's a lot of potential there, and it's just an absolutely hilarious duo. And yeah, I didn't even know they, they were roommates, but found out <laughs> in a really weird way. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my choice. Two things stuck out to me when I'm reading, uh, Matt, uh, Maddie's bio here is first of all, he has three brothers and six sisters. That's a, that's a packed house right there. And also he was born December 20th, uh, 2000 that Holy mother of Mary. I just aged 15 more additional years reading that we are rooting for and having a podcast about kids that well are now born, uh, in this millennium. Great. That's awesome. What a, what an ego booster that is. And I think I'm, he's like a year older too. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, two feet just turned, grave, man. He just turned twenty, and that's you know relatively old for a freshman. I'm, I'm yeah. sure AJ Hogard is 2001, probably. I, I'm not even gonna look it up. I won't even bother. Okay. Um, Steven Slentz, uh, this is a question that I'm all about right here. Uh, thoughts on some sort of all black alternates like this year's men's basketball jerseys, but for football next fall can i parlay this into a thought i had today is that is there any event more highly anticipated than as far as msu fans go than next year's youngstown state tailgate which is the first home game of the season in uh, east lansing should the schedule stay the same i forget who i was tweeting about this with um it was right around new year's because uh espn's pablo torre did a podcast about like optimism and things like that. And he said, mm-hmm. just think of the, like the first sporting event that you go to full of fans in 2021. It's going to be unbelievable. And I was like, man, I'm going to probably like cry watching Mavs Lakers on TV or something. <laughs> <It's> just, like, <laughs> some random game. Um, and then someone said to me, German soccer. <laughs> yes. Someone said to me that first MSU tailgate is going to be unreal. I'm like, yeah, it, it, no matter what, like if I'm, I'll be there if I'm working as like press at, at the game. Yeah. If I'm doing whatever, like I will be there. It, even if I'm like, I have to be up in the press box by a certain time. Like I'm going to spend an hour just walking around. Like, yeah, just, just taking it in. hundred um, percent. Yeah. That's going to be, it's going to be legitimately special. So two things. First, you got to do the all. Black. First of all, I'm all on board with these all black jerseys. Like I yeah. think that'd be a sick look. You kind of do it like Iowa State does, but you even like you don't even put the chrome in there. Like you bring that like graphite or gunmetal as close to black as possible, just like the basketball jerseys. Anyway, uh, first of all, 
1B would be it's got to be a night game. Mm. And let's just say uh, Spartans versus Penguins is a night game. I, I think you got to go basic. You got to lean into what this moment means and how insane it's going to be on campus. Blackout jerseys for the stadium-wide blackout. Like, everyone's going to be zooted to the moon for this game. Uh, first tailgate in what is going to seem like blackout. eight years. Yeah, it's a, it's you, you, you've got to go all blacks against the Penguins, man. It's a triple blackout. Blackout uniforms, blackout mm-hmm. shirts in the crowd, and everyone's blackout drunk. Every, every, no no recollection when everyone wakes up uh, Sunday morning like a nine iron just hit them in the head the night before. No, so. I'm all for it. Same, man. That, God, I cannot. That is going to be euphoric. Feel. I must be bawling my eyes out the entire day. It's going to be what? Euphoric. You said euphorphia. It's fantastic. One more question, and then we'll go to a break. Oh, one more question. Okay, uh, we got one from uh, crappy MSU Photoshopper. What is Ugh. your most exhil- What's the most exhilarated you've been watching darts? Uh, probably this year, Joe Cullen versus Michael Van Gerwen, world number one. Joe Cullen sets the record for most 180s, and the match still loses. We will be uh, right back with Matt's game game in just a second. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, this is a really quick uh, power ranking of best dining halls at MSU. This is from Parker Kent. Do you have a top three that you could just go right to the trigger with uh, for dining halls at MSU? Uh, I mean, Brody Calf, right? Brody Calf is the Alabama of Calfs. Yeah, like number two is good, but it's a distant second to, to whatever Brody is. Yeah, so I've only, like, I know the South Neighborhood Calfs because that's where I worked. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously no Brody, so I wouldn't put any of them up there to that standard at all. Like Holden's okay, I guess. I have I, no memory of Holden. Yeah, yeah. Wilson sucks. Uh, you know what? Acres isn't bad. You know what? Acres not, had a pizza making station, and I, I uh, gained. I think it was. 25 pounds, second semester, freshman year. I didn't drink freshman year either, so I can't even chalk it up to booze or anything like that. Um, case, case, I, is, case is decent. Yeah, case, like. oh yeah, no, sure. Okay, so I'll go Acres 2, Case 3. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'm sure they've changed, though, since I've graduated yeah, in 14. Yeah, but. It's, it's Brody, and then everything. There was no other, I mean, like, honestly, the um, international building. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's Panda Express. It's not a calf. <laughs> the International Food Court. Yeah, they had Panda Express and Woody's Oasis. Like that was that was pretty good. They had a pizza place, I think. So restaurants, not not calves. It was a, it was a, a food court. Okay, all right. It's a all full right. food court. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay, but yeah, no, but Brody reigns supreme. It's a basic answer, but and Snifi never really did it for me. I never been to Snifi. Uh, all right. We will be right back with Matt's game game in just a second. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham. He's pretty good. Jalen Suggs, also good. Evan Mobley. Quite good as well, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board wherever you get your podcast. Matt, well, let's do a game. Game. It's been a while since we've done this. This was a pandemic special. Yes. Explain it to the listeners. Of course. So I'm going to list off 15 clues about a game, either football or men's basketball, that has happened in the last decade. The clues will start very vague, very foggy, and then get more clear as the day goes on. Well, he does not know what game I'm talking about. He's going to tell me when to stop when he thinks that he has it. He will type it out to me, and I will let him know if he's right or wrong. So you can play at home, either break a record that you've previously had, 
Or you can see if you can beat Will. So let's say I read off clue number seven. You're like, okay, now I got it. I'm going to stop. Congratulations, you went on at clue seven. And then we'll give away um, the correct answer after all 15 clues are read. Now, we've done this four or five times. Uh, I have a horrible memory. Well, I've got a sneaking suspicion that I may have a duplicate here, but it's only like a 20% sneaking uh, suspicion here. Sweet. I don't... It, yeah. It, it's, it's fine. Like, only honestly, the best uh, from me today. Are you ready, Will? Yeah, why, that's not different from any other day. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Hit me. All right. Either football or basketball from the last decade. Okay, clue number one. This game happened in a city where Cluj, Napoca, Romania is its sister city. I got this, it. This game, this game happened in a city where Cluj, Napoca, Romania is its sister city. See, we start very vague. Clue number two. This game took place on the same day as the Breeders' Cup second day where winners included Bar of Gold, World Approval, and Stormy Liberal, among other winners. This game took place on the same day as the Breeders' Cup second day where winners included Bar of Gold, World Approval, and Stormy Liberal, among others. Clue number three. This game did not happen during a Final Four year. Clue number three. This game did not happen during a Final Four year. But clue number four, this hold game on, did hold on, happen. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, excuse me, excuse me. I'm just writing them down. Gotcha, I, I was going to say, okay. there's there's no way you know the Romania thing just off your head. No, uh, I'm just writing down what year it's not. Got it. Number four, this game did happen during a year where Mark D'Antonio and company had at least ten wins. This game did happen during a year where Mark D'Antonio and company had at least 10 wins. Okay. Number five, we're going to get some more clarity here. Uh, This was a conference game where both teams were ranked inside of the top 25. This was a conference game where both teams were ranked inside of the top 25. Number six. This MSU team's season ended with a bowl trophy being hoisted in the air to end the season. With a bowl trophy, you said? A bowl trophy, yes. Okay, that clue does nothing. Eh, unless you know what sport it is, though. Oh, that's fair. You would you would hope. You would hope, at least. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what a bowl trophy is, that welcome to a sports pod. <laughs> Good luck following along to anything that was said prior to this. Okay, so it was a top 25 conference game mm-hmm. in, okay... Um, okay. Clue number seven. This game featured three receivers that went for north of 100 yards. This game featured three receivers that went for north of 100 yards. Clue number eight. Yeah. This, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Clue number eight. The person who went for 52 receiving yards has been on four college teams. The person who went for 52 receiving yards has been on four college teams. Now, these are tough clues because in the past, like, people have responded to me on Twitter being like, oh, I got three clues and I got four clues in. So this is hopefully a little harder than it was previously. Clue number nine, number nine. The second leading passer this game also threw a touchdown pass for an NFL playoff team this year. This year? This year. 
The second leading passer of this game also threw a touchdown pass for a NFL playoff team this year. That was clue number nine. Hold on. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. I feel like we're getting closer here as we approach clue number 10. I think a nice Pullman Miller light there. That's no, all um, game show hosts do. Um, no, I got it. You got it? All right. All right. Wait. I'm going to... I'm gonna do some waiting uh, music. We're on hold while Will thinks. What's he thinking about? Hopefully it's the game, game. The game, game. It's about Michigan State. And a game they played in last decade. We're about to one, say clue 10. Unless Will wants to guess. Will he guess? No one knows. He's thinking about it now. I've read nine clues. There's six more to go. Welcome to the game. Game. I'm I'm like right there. Um, okay. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, they played. They played. Yep, carry uh, the one. Yep. There we go. Multiply by zero. Who the hell? Divide by pi, and then the, take the exponent of that. Played. Times no, it by shut x. Up, shut up. Trying to do an inner monologue. They played. Okay, it's not them. Clue. Um, hold, Number. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the frick on. Um, we need a shot clock. We, we need a shot clock in the no. game game. Um... A 10-second shot clock and a shock collar, too, that I get to zap from the, across the state when it uh, gets to zero. Okay, I got it. All right, hit me. Negative. I'm sorry, sir, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. I mean, God, you know what? Everything. I everything. No, except except the 52 receiving yards thing. Um. All right. Clue number 10. This game marked the first time ever a Spartan quarterback threw oh. for 400 yards in back-to-back games. Romania. This game. <laughs> That's not a. Co- what? This game marked the first time ever a Spartan quarterback threw. For 400 yards in back-to-back games. No, it's not. It's not that. It's, we'll just type you another guess. It's not that either. I just, MSU held a future Giants first. I'm sorry, clue number 11. Clue number 11. MSU held a future Giants first-round draft pick to under 100 yards in this game. MSU held a future Giants first-round draft pick to under 100 yards in this game. Number 12, this is where we're going to start getting a little more obvious here. Clue number 12. Fans that saw the conclusion of this game in Spartan Stadium got to see it from a seat of their choosing on a first-come, first-serve basis. Fans that saw the conclusion of this game in Spartan Stadium got to see it from a seat... Yep, you got it, Will. Uh, ...of their choosing on a first-come... First serve basis. Will has just sent me the correct one, so his second or third chance redemption is at... No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, damn it. 
Oh, thank God. I, I thought I screwed I, up. <laughs> no, I crossed that year out because I'm an idiot. Ah, shoot. Clue number 13. Many of the fans in attendance got to reminisce and explore I Am West or Wells Hall during the game. Many of the fans in attendance got to reminisce <laughs> and explore I Am West or Wells Hall during the game. Clue number 14. If you took off from Boston at kickoff and landed in London, you would still be able to see the end of this game in the airport bar if they had the channel that covered it. If you took off from Boston in a plane at kickoff and landed in London, you would still be able to see the conclusion of this game at the airport bar if they had the channel. And number 15, Matt Coughlin. Matt Coughlin, I'm sorry, so I screwed up for the 80th time. Matt Coughlin kicked the game winning field goal in this game as time expired. Matt Coughlin kicked the game-winning field goal in this game as time expired in the 2017 Super Mega three-and-a-half-hour rain delay game against Penn State. Penn okay, State. can we go back to one of your clues? Yeah. You said something about someone threw a touchdown in the playoffs? Threw a touchdown pass for an NFL playoff team. Like, they made the playoffs this year. Oh. So Trace McSorley threw a touchdown pass for the Ravens this year, not in the playoffs. I'm sorry if that was not clear enough. It's too late to go back now, but yeah. It is. That's what tripped me up because I – I see. Yeah, that's I wrote, understandable. What I did was I wrote out all the teams. I was like, it has to be Russell Wilson. Yeah. And a non-final four year where the teams are in the top 25. D'Antonio team won 10 games. That's 2011. Mm-hmm. Because they were bad in 2011, the basketball the, team. Now, I, I thought maybe I did screw up, but the clue, this person, I'm sorry, the person who went for 52 receiving yards has been on four college teams. I'm referring to Hunter Risen right there. Michigan State to oh. Kansas State to Fullerton College, I think, and now a Grand Valley State is who he's with. So that that was the reference to him right there. I was hoping that that would narrow it down. Like, oh, yeah, he played one year in 2017. What is, but What is East Lansing's sister city? Uh, Cluj Napoca, Romania. I learned that on Wikipedia today. How, how fun is that? Very fun. Very yeah, it's fun. A, it's a wild, I, wildly fun oh, fact. Man, I got super tripped up in that. No, you know, I try to make this a, a little tougher because, man, like we were getting clowned after these on Twitter. It's like, oh, I got to answer four clues. It's like, what? what? I, I, just, I totally yeah. misunderstood you. All right. Well, you know what? We'll probably do another one of these this week as MSU has 70 days between uh, basketball games. So Probably. Yeah. You talk about like Jaron Mangum. <laughs> two 30 minute episodes on Jaron Mangum. <laughs> Him liking tweets about Michigan State. Oh, is he? Oh, that's nice. That's fun. Yeah. Jesus, we're going to have like 85 people in the running back room at this point. <laughs> all right. But let's do it. <laughs> Whatever. Um,. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening, sticking with us. Yeah, we'll go through some more questions on Monday and probably do another game game um, as long as nothing interesting happens over the weekend. Ready to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, what do you have for us today? We have a fact on my daily MSU calendar. It is January 15th. It is a Friday. Jake Chelios, whose father is a Hall of Fame No, okay, there's a typo here. Jake Chelios, whose father is Hall of Fame inductee Chris Chelios, played for the Michigan State men's hockey team from 2010 to 2014. They they missed is in their hockey. Anyway, all right, guys, go green. I used to play uh, hockey against Jake Chelios. How was he? Was he okay? He, He played at Michigan State.
What do you mean, is she okay? <laughs> I don't know, it's banter. I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> no, he's conversation. sucked. Suck, bro. See, that, that's what I wanted. Well, there we go. Sucked. Now we're, now, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, All terrible. Right. He's just Whack. the worst. Trash. All right, guys. Go green.